0: You're listening to Utah Lake Facts, Fiction, and Fun.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Utah Lake Facts, Fiction, and Fun podcast. This is episode 32 of the podcast. Wow, it's just crazy to think that we've already gone through 32 episodes. And you know, We launched this podcast in February of 2020, uh, and we look forward to continuing to bring you more episodes. Uh, this week, we're discussing the Utah Lake Photography Club. Now. Some of you may not have heard of the Utah Lake Photography Club and, you know, often called the Utah Lake Photo Club. This is an effort that started, oh, about four years ago. Two local photographers came into uh, the Utah Lake Commission offices and uh, asked our staff for help starting a club for those of them who love to go down to Utah Lake and take pictures. Uh, and Utah Lake is actually really popular with local photographers um, for a variety of reasons. There's a lot of wildlife, you know, over 200 species of bird and all the other wildlife like deer and muskrat and everything else you can find there. There's a lot of beautiful and peaceful scenes. In fact, that's something that one of the interviewees today will bring up, uh, as you'll hear, is that there is so much peace to be found at the lake uh, especially at some of the access points that allow you to capture uh, the silence that, that is available there, uh, despite being so close to so many communities. Um, and also, there's lots of great features that draw the eye, especially one that, that a lot of people talk about is the ice stacks at Utah Lake, um, which is always a, a, a draw in the wintertime. There's been a lot of great photos submitted to our annual photo contest, um, as well as there's been a lot of recognition on social media. And even uh, if, if I remember correctly, a couple years ago, uh, a local photographer uh, actually had a uh, time lapse video of the iStacks that got featured on the home page of Bing, uh, which is uh, Microsoft's search engine, kind of like Google has you know, the Google search engine. Um, It was actually featured on their homepage for a while. So that was a really cool experience. So today's episode is going to include interviews from three individuals from the Utah Lake Photo Club. Um, Those are the past president, Barbara Johnson. She's actually one of the individuals who helped start the club. Uh, The current president, Chris Moravec. And then another member, Darren Atkinson, um, all three of which these interviewees, I should mention, have been involved from the very beginning. Um and have really enjoyed their experience in the club and want to share a little bit about what they've learned and who they are so that you can get to know about them. Um, and the club does, you know, meet regularly. They have a Facebook group. We'll make sure we have that link included. Previous pandemic, they met on a regular basis for educational classes about photography, and all skill sets are welcome. Um, all interests in photography are welcome, whether that's, you know, portrait or wildlife or landscape, whatever it may be. Lots of cool interests. Um, and they really have a passion for Utah Lake. So as you listen to each of these three interviews, you'll get kind of a unique perspective from each of them of what they've gained from the club. I remember, Barb, when you and Garth Rogers came into the Utah Lake Commission offices, and we were so excited to have you guys come in, and we're happy to help you put together a club for photographers at the lake. But uh, tell us a little bit about yourself to start, Barb, if you would.
0: Well, I'm from northern Idaho, but I came down to BYU when I was 17. And I've lived here ever since, and live in Springville. Uh, raised a family of six children and nineteen grandkids, so I'm kind of a senior citizen in photography. Well, <laughs> and there you have it.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And what's your what's your uh, background or your interest in photography? I know in the club we have a variety of skill sets and and years in photography. You know, I'm definitely very much on the novice end myself, but you know, what's your background?
0: Well, my background is is somewhat different um, than a lot of the people that have so much experience. But when I had a grandbaby that was was, uh, home and sick, and I took care of her, and we got bored. And so I got a little pocket camera and started taking photos of her. And that's what started me on taking photos. And then it just kept evolving because... By that time, my children were grown, and my um, husband was retired and we had time to to roam around Utah and just look at all the beautiful scenery and take photos. Well,
1: that's great. And, And as far as the photo club itself goes, what do you think you love most about the photo club?
0: Well, what I love most about the photo club is the variety of the members that we have. We have people that um, are just starting out in photography we have people who take phone photos and we have people that have who are experienced with film photography and just every every genre in photography that there is we have in our club and I think what I love most about it is that everyone's willing to share their experiences and their expertise and to help each other um just get on a better level with their
1: photography. Uh, and that's a great point. I know something I talked about with the other members of the club too. And uh, for those listening to the podcast, the the photo club, the Utah Lake Photo Club, uh, on a typical time, pandemic obviously has changed us a little bit, but typically uh, meets once a, a month for a meeting, if you will. And there's usually an educational class of some kind. And those topics, like Barb has mentioned, have come from the variety of skill sets from the club and sometimes outside presenters. Um, in fact, I just had the, the pleasure of doing uh, an update about the lake for everybody this year for the first time. That was kind of fun. And then uh, there's been other topics like astrophotography and lightroom and uh, different styles of tripods and all kinds of stuff. So a lot of cool stuff there. Uh, and then they also try to have at least one outing a month together to go to a location, um, whether that's at Utah Lake or somewhere else. I know you guys love to go out to Simpson Springs to see the wild horses and uh, it's been fun to go there myself too. But they have a really cool outing every month as well. And so it's it's really cool to see the the community that exists in the group. Barb, why do you love Utah Lake?
2: Well,
0: when I first came down here, I didn't have a car and I was going to BYU and there wasn't a lot of leisure time. But when I had leisure time, I had a bicycle and my roommates and I would ride out to the um, Utah Lake. And that was over 50 years ago. And at that time, I don't think we had to pay a fee. So that was our go-to place. And we just would ride our bikes down there and spend the spend the day at the lake and having a good time.
1: What draws you to Utah Lake still today?
0: I think what draws me there is just the love that I developed for it over the years. I think the one of the fun things that I've realized is that, you know, if you want to know what the weather is, all you have to do is ride down to Utah Lake and drive out on one of the levees and you can turn... 360 degrees and you can see what the weather is in the north and the south and the east and the west
1: it is and a beautiful view
0: yeah it's a beautiful view and the lake is always changing the weather's always changing and it isn't just a place to take sunsets it's a place you know in the winter to see the ice stacks and and um To see people ice skating and to see people fishing, it's just a wonderful place to go.
1: Complete this sentence for me, if you will, Barb. Utah Lake is my lake because.
0: Well, that's a hard one because I think it is my lake because it's my go-to place when I need need to find myself, when I need to find peace, when I need to find joy. It's just a place that I find my inner self. Um, It's my go-to place when we have family outings and it's my go-to place to take sunsets is my favorite place to take photos i take probably 50 percent or more of my photos are from utah lake
1: i know it's I, i've often met members from the club um when they come in for some of the the meetings and such and when i ask him you know how they got you know became aware of the club it's astonishing to me how frequently it's well i met this lady her name her name was barb down at the lake <laughs> I mean, it's just everybody runs into you down there. It's it's been a great way to to meet people. I know for you and and for the others in the club, and you know it's it's something that I personally admire about you that you're always so friendly to want to talk to somebody, invite someone new to the club, and they come and, and join and and can benefit from and also contribute to that group. So it's a, it's a great club, and and the commission is happy to be a sponsor and be able to work with and and, and be a part of that relationship.
0: I think that's probably the thing that I should have mentioned first was that most of my social life has come from going there to Utah Lake. There are so many opportunities to meet new people. I'm always meeting people that, you know, they're out there taking pictures and maybe they would like somebody to take a picture of them together in the sunset. And there's always opportunities to talk to people who are fishing or sometimes they have, you know, they have so many fun things that they're doing. And it's just, it's just fun to talk to these people and get to know them. And it's probably been my biggest social outlet in my life.
1: Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you being willing to take a few minutes out of your day to chat. Um, Why don't you start by explaining just a little bit about yourself, whatever you'd like to share and your connection with the Utah Lake Photo Club.
3: Okay. My name is Chris Moravec, and by default, I am currently the president of the Utah Lake Photo Club. It's been an interesting year making adjustments monthly with how we can meet, depending on the current uh, pandemic situation. So we've been very fluid as we've made adjustments throughout the year. I joined the club uh, when it originated, I believe we're on going on four years now. I was already following Utah Lake Commission because... I loved learning more information about that lake. And when I saw a posting for a possible photo club, I said, I'm in. And I took two of my buddies that go take pictures with me, and we were part of the original 20 that showed up the first night. It's been a fabulous experience. It's been a fabulous ride. I've learned more in the last four years than I have in the previous whole bunch of years.
1: What do you think is maybe the most interesting thing that you learned while participating in the club?
3: I finally had resources to ask questions, uh, to learn more about editing, to learn more about setup, to learn more about tripods. Um, up till then, I'd kind of just learned everything on my own or looked things up online, but I didn't have any resources that had actually had hands-on experience. So it became a great learning opportunity for me to to sit at the feet of others that knew much more than I did, but have them teach me and guide me and and tell me what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong and where I can make improvements. It's just been a fabulous experience for me.
1: Awesome. And for you specifically, I know there's a lot of areas of interest in photography. What's what's your background? What is it you're interested in?
3: Primarily, I like doing landscape photography. And part of it comes from, well, a lot of it comes from the natural reverence I have for the beauty around us. And to go out and be able to capture that and portray my feelings for nature and in addition I've, I've i've learned that so many life lessons are available in nature um if you just kind of know where to look you know sitting on the bank of a of a high mountain lake at, in the middle of the night and looking at the stars and feeling so terribly insignificant and yet knowing you're part of a grand plan it it's a very it's very sacred to me
1: yeah, I bet. I bet. I appreciate you sharing that. And um, this, I would think, maybe a, a good logical transition for you. Why do you love Utah Lake?
3: Because the, the first reason is because it's so close and available. And, and the more I've spent time down around the lake shore and spent time finding the access points and, and learning more about the geography, learning how it, it's such a resource in this valley, it just It really is a central spot in this valley, and you can see it from everywhere. And until I went up, for example, onto Buffalo Peak and stood up on top of that peak and realized not only could I see Utah Lake, I could see the Great Salt Lake. Just the geography of it, uh, I find it very interesting. But there's so many, depending on what access point you go into, you have such different views of the lake. And there are times when that lake can be so peaceful and so calm. And there are times when it can be a a raging storm. Again, a life lesson.
1: Yeah, I It's funny as you say that. You remind me of a a time when I was, oh, geez, I hadn't been on the job very long here at the commission. And uh, I actually was going around. I'd never been to all the access points yet. Even though I grew up in Utah County, I only knew of a couple growing up. So all 27, I had made a goal in my first months here to go visit them all and make sure I knew what was going on. And as you're describing that, the the piece at the lake, uh, you reminded me of one of my, my personal favorites is uh, Mulberry Beach. You've ever been there, Chris?
3: I have. I've found every access point now.
1: Uh, this was probably in, oh, I don't know, around this time of year, maybe as late as October, November. So a little bit cooler, but lake wasn't frozen yet. It got kind of late in the day. It was getting a little dark. And I remember pulling it to Mulberry Beach, getting out of my car, and the sun was about to set. And it was just gorgeous. And then there was this. I remember this puddle in the rocks right in front of me on Mulberry Beach, and so there was the rocks breaking up. I'll have to go see if I can find this photo and share it with you. It's the one photo while I've been on the job that I've been like, "Dang, I actually did okay on that one." See? Like I'm, I'm, I'm not much of a photographer myself, but I will always remember that piece that I was luckily able to capture with, you know, right. thankfully a smartphone. I'm, I'm not super skilled at the other stuff, but. I agree with you that there is a lot of peace to be found, um, especially when you you come to know the lake as a whole instead of maybe just one spot or two. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, The the last thing that I wanted to ask you is just to complete the statement, Utah Lake is my lake because...
3: Utah Lake would be my lake because it's the lake I've been around for the majority of my life. I've lived longer in Utah County than I have anywhere else. And I've just, I've grown to love the history, the geography, the ups, the downs, and just the different aspects of this county and this area. It, it's home to me. And when I, I think I started really looking at Utah Lake and learning more about it, probably about 10 years ago when when my children were a little older and I had more time to go exploring. Up till then, I hadn't spent much time down at the lake, but there's just so many interesting Access points and so many interesting vistas. You can go from the sure. heat of the summer and the reflections to the ice stacks along the edges in the wintertime.
1: It you is find, a, a multifaceted lake.
3: <laughs> yeah, you, you can find eagles, you can find uh, pelicans, you can find, I can't think of the, some, some avocats. There's so much wildlife, there's such diversity. And
2: mm-hmm.
3: I know not everyone feels that way because the shoreline might not be as exciting as other shorelines, but it it's so accessible and so user-friendly, and there's just so much to offer
1: there. Well, Chris, thank you so much for sharing all that with us. If anybody wants to learn more about the Photo Club, Chris, how can they get in touch?
3: Uh, you can find us on the Facebook. You can just search for Utah Lake Photo Club. It is a private group, so we only accept uh, people that ask to join our group. Uh, We're looking for people that have a love of photography, have a love of the lake, and have a love of learning where we can get together and just help each other. Just look us up, look at some of the pictures that we have to offer, and, and come learn with us. Come teach us. Just come join us.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Chris. And we'll make sure that we include the uh, link to the Facebook group in the notes for the podcast so that anybody who's listening can go click on that and find that even faster. Um, But thank you, Chris, so much for coming on. We also have with us another member of the Photo Club, Darren Atkinson. Darren, why don't you uh, start by introducing yourself?
2: Hi, my name is Darren Atkinson. Um, I've lived in or around Utah Lake for
1: um,
2: 25 years or so. Uh, I guess I haven't lived in the lake, but I have lived around the lake.
1: It's just so close; you you feel like it's in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. Well, and what's yeah. your uh,
1: what's your background uh, in photography?
2: My first uh, real memory of uh, of enjoying photography was in Boy Scouts and making a pinhole camera and developing it developing the picture in uh, my scout leader's bathroom at his ha- at his house in uh, arizona where i grew up and uh, from that point um i still you know thought about it and it wasn't until high school that i took a photography class and really enjoyed it and participated in the yearbook and the high school paper and and then uh Moved on to a commercial photography school right out of high school at that point and worked professionally for a while and assisted a studio photographer, a commercial studio photographer that did uh, fashion and product photography for a while. And then uh, after a little period of that, I went back to college to, uh, I thought I wanted to get into journalism. And so I worked, uh, worked at a newspaper for a little while. I never completed college or a degree in journalism, though, but worked at a newspaper for a couple of years. And, and that's kind of, I've just been shooting ever since, uh, sometimes full-time professionally and uh, last several decades, I guess, just part-time and mostly the last four or five years, just uh, personal stuff for myself. And that's uh, what I've enjoyed the most is doing what I want when I want.
1: <laughs> and, and if I may, from our, our club meetings, I remember you, you seem to have quite the collection of cameras. Is that right?
2: And I mean, like, uh, I not would, just
1: like you have a Nikon and a Canon or something like I think you've got some like, old school ones and stuff too, right? Yeah,
2: I have a few. I have uh, a medium format film. Uh, system that I used to do a lot of portraiture and wedding work with and then I have uh, some art type cameras some wooden pinhole cameras and um, some pinhole cameras I've made myself and some old fashioned cameras anywhere from the 20s up into the 50s I have a not a huge uh, valuable collection but just Trinkets that I've picked up here or there that people that have given me, but uh, I wouldn't cool. say it's an extensive collection, but it's kind of fun.
1: That's awesome, and I, I I gotta recall, I don't remember what this was. One of the club meetings that the the club has. One of my memories of Darren is uh, oh, oh. him him <laughs> laying on. You had some kind of tripod that let you drop the camera way down low, and just walking out of the meeting, and you were in the the county historic courthouse where we do those club meetings usually. And you were, you got the tripod dropped almost to the ground. You're just laying on the ground and taking pictures of something on the trip. And it's a, a beautiful building. I mean, gorgeous yeah, building. Yeah. I could totally understand any photographer or even just a, <laughs> a person walking through who's not a photographer wanting to take a picture. But it's yeah. just something I always admired about you that, you you didn't care. I mean, I could see myself being like, Oh, people are gonna look at me because I'm laying on the <laughs> ground taking this picture. And Darren's over there just snapping shots and oh yeah, hey, you're in my shot. Can you move real quick? Like
2: Yep, was, Lay, like, laying in the middle of the floor. There you go.
1: <laughs> so with it shows my head it shows your clouds. passion <laughs> and your love for it. So I, I admire yeah. that. So <laughs> Thank specifically you. about Utah Lake, why why do you love Utah Lake?
2: Well, I love Utah Lake because it's uh my home. Um I don't spend as much time there as I would like to but I find that the more time I spend there the the more peaceful I feel myself and the more aware I am of of what's going on with the lake and maybe what the lake needs or if there's anything I can do to help with the needs of the lake uh, I just find that I'm maybe more conscious of the importance of the lake in our valley and our local community.
1: Often when we talk with people, you know, we refer to it as, you know, the lake in our backyard kind of idea. You know, it's yeah. it's a part of the community, like you said. So, uh, if you would, for me, you know, finish this sentence, Utah Lake is my lake because. Utah
2: Lake is my lake because it is in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We hope you enjoyed listening to those three brief interviews from those different individuals. And you can see that there's a wide skill set at the club from novices all the way to very experienced photographers, and they have other pursuits as well, some of them you know our other recreation enthusiasts at the lake in addition to uh, photography and so they're gr- a lot of great people uh, the utah lake commission loves supporting this club um, as well as other recreation groups that we have contact with at the lake because there are so many people who are passionate about the lake and want to continue to use it and protect it and enhance it for the future and we love Uh, talking with and sharing information with and and supporting these clubs. If you want to learn more about the Utah Lake Photo Club, make sure to check the link in the podcast. It's got a link to their Facebook group. They also have an Instagram profile, um, a really great group to be involved with. If you have a club that you'd like to have featured that has to do with Utah Lake, we'd love to have someone come on the podcast. Just make sure to reach out to us on utahlakecommission.org. If you heard something you liked in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. While you're at it, Take a second and share this episode with someone else you think would like it. Help us spread the word about the facts, fiction, and fun of Utah Lake.
0: You've been listening to Utah Lake, facts, fiction, and fun. For more information and resources, visit utahlakecommission.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.